Welcome to the Entertainment Industries Council's Countdown to the Prism Awards podcast. Now in its 15th year, the Prism Awards honor productions and performances that accurately depict the prevention, treatment, and recovery from substance abuse and mental illness. We applaud entertainment that informs audiences while at the same time entertaining them. This is what we refer to as the art of making a difference. Don't miss the Prism Awards Showcase on the FX Network and other channels, airing September 25th at 4 p.m. Go to eiconline.org for a complete airing schedule. Now, here's your podcast host, Prism Awards Executive Producer, Marie Dyack. Welcome, everyone. This is Marie Dyack, and we are pleased to be a part of this podcast. I'm very pleased to introduce our guest today, Tony Dennison, who has won a 2011 PRISM Award for Best Performance in a Drama Episode for The Closer. Tony, welcome. You know, what a lot of people don't know, even people that receive them, is that your episode went through a lot of scrutiny. We have a review committee made up of experts in addiction and mental illness. They also include people from the entertainment industry, writers, producers, some actors are involved in screening a huge number of pieces, over 400 submissions. So, again, congratulations on that episode. Uh, I'd like to just ask you a couple questions about your character and and how you prepare for things. Tell us a little bit about your character on The Closer. Well, uh, you know, obviously he's a lieutenant. He's got at least, you know, 20 years' experience or thereabouts. And um, in the beginning of the series, he was a foil to Kira's character (laughs) uh, because she was new and... He saw her as somebody who was rocking the boat and coming in, and like you know, who are you? This you know, this fish out of water. What are you doing in our squad room? And suddenly now you're giving orders. But the thing that was interesting, what I tried to do with this character is that he's a very loyal guy. You know, once he makes friends with somebody, you know, he basically has their back. So he had had that experience with Commander Taylor, but then when Commander Taylor, you know, sold him down the river. In that one episode, he realized, oh, wait a minute, you know, that's, and that was like, you know, you, you can't do that to Andy Flynn. You just can't do that to Andy Flynn. And so he realized how she, on the other hand, is very stalwart, very, you know, whatever she said she was going to do, she did. And she was a no-nonsense person. So immediately he then said, you know what, I'm making a mistake. You know, I'm hitching my wagon to the wrong horse, I guess is the way to put it. And he then immediately became an ally of hers, and and got her back, knowing that she has his back. And uh, that's like the type of things that are really important to him. I know the character sober 14 years on the show, but I think that those qualities are something that this character's had before the sobriety that he now experiences, and, uh, you know, and obviously in the sobriety he does experience. And um, probably... He was a lot more angry about it before he got sober and was more than willing to demonstrate his anger. Uh, and I guess now that's, you know, not the case. Let me ask you, leading up to the performance that won that particular PRISM Award, what mm-hmm. did you have to do or what did you choose to do to really put yourself in that space and to prepare for that? Well, I didn't have to do very much. I mean, I'm personally myself, I'm, I'm a member of a 12-step program for over 18 years. So the key for me in that particular scene was, I said, you know, I can't take anything for granted. Mm-hmm. You know, I just can't go in there and say, oh, you know, I know all about this stuff. I had to approach it like, you know, like any actor would. I mean, okay, assuming I don't know anything about 
alcoholism and Alcoholics Anonymous or any of those things. How do I do this? It's like, you know, one of the hardest things to do, I believe, on the flip side of this, is to play drunk, you know, because people tend to be like, you know, slur their speech and they, and they stumble. And a lot of times people who are drunk don't do that. You know, it becomes you can, you can wind up doing a caricature if you're not careful. And I didn't want to come across like, you know, some do-gooder or some saintly kind of guy who's now sober. I wanted to try to just make him as human as possible. Then, you know, when I realized, all right, this is what I want to do, I was able to draw on some of my own experiences of how I am at an AA meeting, you know, or, you know, a 12-step meeting. And that's what I tried to do. So that's how I prepared. Tony, I don't know if, if actors realize from our perspective, the viewer perspective, the profound impact that you and, and a story like this can have, but it's amazing the feedback that we hear when they see the authenticity that you bring to that character, and we've heard this from a number of our prison winners, how profoundly it affects people's lives. Do you, do you think about that at all when you're in role? No. I do think about this, though. I know that television, movies, uh, theater, they have two functions. They either entertain or educate. Mm -hmm. And when they could do both at the same time, then, you know, you're way ahead of the game. And I think that my responsibility as an actor is to entertain, and in some cases you get the opportunity to also educate. But you have to be careful when you're educating because sometimes you could become preachy, you know, and you can hit the nail on the head just too perfectly, and in which case then you look like, you know, you're selling something. Well, you're right about TV and film. I think with with this particular hit, uh, you taking that very authentic role, not being over the top or pretending to know everything, but making it so real, it's easy for us to really create an affinity with you and the cast. Um, what was the reaction of the cast members as you proceed in your storyline? There wasn't too much in the way of comments about what I was doing, but the one person did say something along the lines of, uh, "Oh, you know, you know what's this, what one actor uh, said to me? So, what does it feel like, you know, to be to be doing what you do anyway?" You know, and I said, "Well, you know, I said it's interesting. I'm glad. I said, in fact, I'm glad it's being done. I said I'm glad we get an opportunity to see his life away from the squad room." You know, I said I, I would be just as happy if he was out on a date showing, you know, that part of his life. I said, but this is an important part of his life, as it is an important part of my life, as uh, Tony's life. What I've learned in my recovery is that the most important thing is about finding out who I am and being happy with who I am as opposed to what I am or what I do. I love what I do. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I love being an actor. I mean, I, from the very first moment. I decided I wanted to be one. To this moment now, the joy and the enthusiasm and the, and the passion is still there, and it's not ever left, thank God. <clears throat> but at the end of the day, um, I can only really appreciate it even that much more because I'm sober. Exactly. You know, in stating that, I know within the recovery community, we're looking forward to having people really demonstrate beyond the, the intervention phase and the treatment phase, what is that recovery lifestyle? What is that about? And uh, I encourage you to just to continue what you're doing mm -hmm. and applaud you for the approach that you take. You're really touching the lives of millions of people. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I didn't... Thank you for telling me that, okay? And I'm proud and happy, you know, to be a part of that. You know, it's, it's very difficult 
for a lot of people sometimes to watch a movie based on real people who overcome incredible odds to move forward in their life. Because a lot of people are afraid. They don't think it's possible. Though they're more than happy to go see a movie where the characters are all fictitious and overcome tremendous odds. Because at least they can say, well, you know, it's the movies. So if you're in something that can help motivate some kid to become a rock and roll star or to become a lawyer or an astronaut or to help some person decide they're going to change professions because, you know, whatever. My God, you know, then it makes it even more worth it what I do. It totally does, and I think a lot of it is what you said earlier about not assuming that it needs to be this way or that way or over the top, but it's just very authentic how you come across. Oh, yeah, you gotta, i got to come to this. You know, I remember my acting coach, Julie Bavasso, uh, she played the mother on um, on uh, Saturday Night Fever with John Travolta. Mm-hmm. Wonderful woman, you know, just and so intense. But you know, she once said to me, Tony, she said, you know, you got to come to the table with the idea that everything you're doing and every time you're doing it, it's doing it, it's brand new, and you know, you can't take anything for granted. And you know, as a result of that, like I realized that that's camera I'm working in front of. It doesn't know if it's being, if what I'm doing is being portrayed on a 36-inch screen or a 36-foot screen. You know, I have to bring the same passion, enthusiasm, and professionalism to this project, you know, whether it's TV or the movies. doesn't matter. That's my responsibility. And I've got to try to make it as fresh as possible and not take anything for granted. I think you're doing that, and I really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to be with us today. Um, your candor, your willingness to describe your role and integrate it into your personal life as well, we really appreciate that, and all the best to you. Thanks so much for taking the time today. Thank you. Right back. Don't miss the PRISM Awards Showcase on the FX Network and other channels, airing September 25th at 4 p.m., Go to EIConline.org for a complete airing schedule. 